amplified impact for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs turning their gifts into assets. This is a space to open your heart even deeper as you learn how to tune into your mission and connect with your clients, the ones who you dream to serve, and create massive impact in their lives. I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside out. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to share with you a super amazing opportunity here on the podcast, Amplified Impact. I'm going to be giving away one free spot. Yes, I said one free spot to my signature program. The program for multi-passionate entrepreneurs ready to turn their gifts, passion, skills, and life experience into a successful online business. Here's how you enter to win. Go to Apple iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It only takes about one minute. Then you'll want to share this podcast. Take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram, and tag me at Amber Hagberg. Then you'll be entered into win. When we hit 100 reviews, I will personally randomly select the lucky winner. Every review, every tag allows us to potentially reach another aspiring, multi-passionate entrepreneur, turn their dream business into a reality. Thank you for supporting the show. Let's dive in. Amazing. I am so excited to be here with Jewel Bullock. She is a mindset coach and yoga teacher coming here to share her story and how she got to where she is today. I'm really excited to have you, Jill. Thank you. I am very excited to be here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, share with me. Tell us, tell us where you started. How did you get into yoga coaching? We can go back to what you almost started sharing before I. (laughs) Okay, and that's that's that is actually where it kind of did start originally. So my my background uh, many years ago was dental assisting. I was a dental assistant and in an orthodontic office, and it's very repetitive work. Um, I always worked out and tried to be healthy, uh, but my body was just needing more, so I started doing yoga. And the benefits that I was having from it physically, mentally, uh, I just loved it. I became quite addicted quite early. Um, So I practiced yoga for a number of years. Um, And then uh, I've always been interested in health and wellness and, you know, self-development and all that kind of stuff. So I started dabbling in a few other things. And I took um, theta healing. I took Reiki. I took uh, reflexology. And when I took my reflexology training, that's what got me pretty much out of dental. I started doing that, um, just knowing what I had, what it did for people and balancing out the body. And, um, so that's when I started my, my business. Um, and then I eventually got built up that I've worked my way out of dental. And then as I became a reflexologist, I was doing yoga at a studio here, um, in the city I live in. And a couple number of people asked me if I taught and I'm like, no, um, you know, just, uh, you know, weird comments that I was like well no and they're like you should think about it and I'm like maybe I should it was just these little seeds were planted and it was interesting in a sense that when it happened 
all, all in my body, it was like, a, or my mind said, hell no, I'm not going to stand up in front of a bunch of people and tell them what to do. But inside, deeper inside, it was like, you need to do this. So I took to some yoga training um, just through the studio that I, here in Regina that I um, go to. And then I've been teaching for the last eight years. So <laughs> it was a, a great compliment to the reflexology. Um, and I also now do um, Thai yoga massage. I do that as well. and through the um, lockdown and all the rest, uh, as we came out of that and started working again, I just took a real, a real long, hard look at how people would come in and they'd lay on my table for an hour and have reflexology treatment. They'd come into a yoga class and they'd lay on the mat and they'd get relaxed, but they'd walk out the door and they'd be back in their shit and they'd be back in for another treatment, still right back to where they were. So that's where the coaching came in. I started, you know, a lot of treatments you became kind of like coaching sessions. Um, so I took some training. I took an NLP training uh, about a year ago. I'm doing some more now, becoming a master practitioner at that. And um, yeah, it's just really helping people shift that perspective and keeping their mindset off their mat or off the table and and really empowering them to not let their minds run run wild and control their lives. And yeah, it's phenomenal. I, it's the, the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. So have really great success with people. And it's just that awareness. It's like, we're never taught that stuff. We're not taught how to process emotions or that, oh, we can actually control where we send our, our thoughts and, and what we focus on grows. It's a, it's a quote we hear lots, but you don't actually realize that it's possible. <laughs> you just have to practice. So Sometimes it's just that. And then, uh, yeah, just being congruent and, you know, setting boundaries. We teach them all about that kind of stuff too. So yeah, it's, it's great. And like I say, it's, it goes hand in hand with, with yoga. I feel like the philosophy of yoga is very much the philosophy um, I try to do with coaching and, and whatnot too. Again, just calming the mind and, and just living congruently. Yeah. So it's been a journey. So yeah, it's been good. And I love it so much, Jill, because, you know, yoga, yoga, multi-passionate at its core, a deep desire to help people. And how can I do it through all the different modalities and that you're just being called, you are being called and initiated. And it is, there's self-doubt and fear. And that's not me, the identity work that we get to like step into as people start to reflect back to us, these different things. I remember the first time I was called an entrepreneur, I was like, I'm not an entrepreneur. I was like in the yoga ashram, like Googling entrepreneur. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I am, you know, and it's like, but people plant those seeds inside of us. And then we take action upon it. And all the different modalities that you you spoke on, it's like, that's why I became a self-love yoga coach. It was how to live a yoga lifestyle because I did Thai massage as well. And I was like, you can come and I can do the work for you, or you can go onto your mat and do the work yourself. And I think that's with coaching too, right? We can seek outside of ourselves for so long, but what a coach does is give us the tools to do it on our own and be able to create, maintain a lifestyle that we truly desire. And that is the empowerment of living your yoga off the mat. And I was reading your, you know, intake form before we hopped on here. And I was just like, she gets it, you know, and all the different modalities that come in, there's nothing more, more fulfilling in, in life than being able to help someone just live their life in a more aligned, organic way. Absolutely. I agree completely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and it, you know, a lot of the stress and the burnout and the overwhelm that's going on in, in the world too, is it's a lot about just a perspective of how you're looking at situations, right? So if you can get people to just be calm, centered, 
and and it's like well that was shitty because a lot of situations in life show up and you don't necessarily like them mm-hmm. but you don't have to create the drama around them or what you can stay calm and 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 deal with things that's why i have a buffalo hanging on my wall buffaloes i don't know if you know this but they actually innately will run headfirst into a storm to get through it faster wow that'll run away so always be the buffalo (laughs) i have goosebumps all over my body that is so good so good so tell me what how does it how does it work for you how do you run your business what is the structure and the model of you running classes and coaching and how is it that you implement the coaching into your yoga business Oh, yeah. Um, So for yoga right now, I have um, through my business, I have some online classes through my website. It's like a on demand type of thing. Um, And I teach at a yoga studio. Um, When I'm teaching yoga, I'm coaching. Like I'm always talking about mindset and, you know, giving people little seeds and nuggets for them to, to think and grab onto and Again, it just fits, right? So, um, and then as far as the coaching goes, a lot of it comes from, it's been a lot of organically, just people I've talked to, people that have been in yoga classes or workshops I've done um, and friends of friends and my girlfriend's husband just signed on. And, you know, it's like it, so it's been very organic because people need it mm-hmm. and they don't realize. Um, the um, lady I just signed on the other day, she was all, hell bent and fury to sign up for antidepressants. And she was telling me the story and I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) let's talk. (laughs) You know, we, you know, we had our first discovery call and we talked a lot and, and she even messaged me after she signed up, she, we got everything rolling, got the first session booked and uh, she texts me and she's like, you know, my sister really wants me to go on antidepressants. And she's like, what do you think? And, and I said, uh, I'm like, you know, and you know, you hear there's, they're stuck in their story, right? Like you, as a coach, you get that. And it's like all, all the things, right. All the things. And I said, let's just talk. I said, come in for your first session. I said, you can book an appointment with your doctor if you need to. And so she came in and um, we had our first session and on her way home, she sent me a voice message saying, yeah, I'm canceling my appointment. She got it. It was so amazing. Again, she's the second woman I've helped with that, right? Again, it's just, and then people telling you, right? Like, so it's about learning that empowerment, right? Taking our power back instead of looking for external sources and saying, well, what do you think? What do you think? And no, what do I need? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's about that. But yeah, so that's kind of how my business goes. And a lot of my coaching I do online. So it's, it's nice. It's easy. Um, yeah. And reflexology, I do, I work out of the studio. I, I rent a room there and, and do it there. So it just all f- kind of fits together. And yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's amazing too. Like when your work works, you get referrals and you get recommended and it just happens in an organic way where at first you have to run into the storm, as you said, like, I really yes. love the analogy because I think anyone starting their business or going into something like expanding into a new label or identity, like coach. I know for many yoga teachers, they're like, but I'm not a coach. I'm a yoga teacher. And it's like, I'm the same. I, I was always coaching my clients in my classes. It was like, there was a theme and a Dharma talk. And like, what do you do when you get out of here? And, and that comes to 
to us yoga teachers naturally and running into the storm and all the fears and the doubts, they're still there. And I think you, you know, demonstrated how you get to show them to be their own example of what happens when you get coached or you do coaching, like either one of those sides and yeah, your work pays for itself and having other people reach out. Do you use social media as a way to reach more people and attract more clients? Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, I have a Facebook page, a business page and, and Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have LinkedIn. Um, yeah, so I do, I am available on there too. And, and I have a Facebook group. Uh, it's about defeating burnout and overwhelm. That's mm-hmm. typically what I focus on because it's so prevalent, right? And again, it's just our society has kind of formed us into thinking that it's got to be that hustle mentality and I'm like, yeah, you know, sure. But (laughs) how's that working out for you? If you're sick and overwhelmed and you know, you're running all over and trying to make everybody else happy. And so anyways, that's, that is typically what I focus on. That's, I would say that's the direction is it's kind of a way into people because sometimes they just, um, and then what you don't understand or what people don't understand is that if you're even looking at relationships or you're burnt out and at work, if you're not setting boundaries at work, and you learn how to start setting those boundaries, it's going to affect every other aspect of your life. So that's, yeah. So I try to help with that on, in, uh, in my Facebook group and, and well, just even my posts and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, story short. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I, I, I love that. It's like, it's an extension of your teachings and you're just sharing yeah. the work that you do behind the scenes online. Mm-hmm. And it gets content creation gets to be easy when you know what it is that you're helping your clients with the results that they get and how you do it. And you just get to redemonstrate that online to help more people that read your posts and engage with your community. Yeah. And that's what it is, is just really supporting and helping as many people as possible. Yeah. You know, so yeah, definitely. And and what is your content strategy? Like, how do you show up? Is there any formula that you use? Is it organic? Just what comes to mind? It's pretty organic, actually. And I find that um, if I'm sometimes too, even within my yoga teaching, and maybe you you find this too, but if I'm if I'm experiencing something or going through something, I know there's people in that room that need to hear it, or even online that need to hear it. So so a lot of it is that. Um, or if I've had conversations of a kind of the few things, um, or a few people about the same thing, then I'd be like, okay, we need to talk about this more on online or people, more people need to know about this too, or just Mm -hmm. kind of correct perspective or something. So it typically is more, um, um, organic, I would say, I don't have a big plan to anything like that, but other than to help people, (laughs) that's my, that's my biggest plan. (laughs) And that's, you know, for me, I'm always like Sankalpa intention, like, why are you doing it? And when you're just using social media as an extension of your teachings and your work, it really does get to be that simple as like, how can I show up and share what I'm growing through? How can I show up and share like what my client is going through? Like, and then you just get to help more people And that at the end of the day, it's like, that's why we do social media, because we can reach so many more people in that aspect. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good tool. It's a great tool, actually. And it connects. you know, can create community. And I think that's a great thing. It can be used for bad too, but you know what, we focus on the good and, and I think it it is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any relationship is that way. It can go, it can be negative and it can be positive. It just depends on like what you choose to feed. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly it. Like you said, what send kelp are you putting into that? So it's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so for you right now, like, do you do any free master classes, any trainings, mini courses? Do you have any lead magnets to work through with your clients and get more reach? Um, not yet. That is some stuff I'm starting to work through. Um, I surprisingly enough, I've been, um, a little busier than I anticipated. So, but I, that is definitely something I'm working on. I have stuff in the works right now and just trying to figure out how to do it. So there's some of that stuff too, but I have some, uh, some help with my website and all that kind of stuff. So there is stuff going to, going to be coming out. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting too. Like I, the social media thing, I kept, you know, you start to self-doubt and you always ask for signs and I didn't even ask for a sign this time. I was just kind of doubting myself going, I don't know if I'm doing this right. And, you know, and uh, maybe I need to start looking at this a little deeper. And <laughs> probably an hour after I said that I popped onto Facebook and my, my notifications had blown up. I'm like, what in the hell is going on here? Well, my new client that just signed on the other day, she found my my page and she was liking and sharing and commenting. And then she sent me a message and she's like, Oh my God, everything you posted, you know, I've, I needed to hear all of this stuff. And I thought, okay, <laughs> I'll just keep going nice with what I've <laughs> Right. So yeah, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, that's the other thing. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I love it too. You're just sharing like how organic it gets to be when it's yeah. your soul work. Yes. Oh, so true. So true. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone that's like, oh, maybe I want to be a coach. I've been thinking about becoming a coach. Should I become a coach? And they're holding the self-doubt because we all enter self-doubt as a human being growing through human experiences. When we're being called to do something, there's fear. What if, what if judgment, doubt, all the different things, how bull into the storm, how do you do it? Uh, you know what? It's take the action, get the feedback. Mm -hmm. And why not you? Other people do it and are successful with it. And if you're being called to it, that seed has been planted for a reason. So trust it. Mm. And, and, you know, there's no growth without challenge. I mean, that that fear doesn't ever go away, even as you know, you and I have been working in business and I still have stuff that holds me back. Maybe you do too. I don't know. But um, that kind of gets exciting, though. It's that notion of looking for the challenge and and uh, and and growing from it. So I say, do it just, I mean, it, whether it comes to something or doesn't, it's, there's no right or wrong decision, but why not you? Yeah, I love that. That's like what I say is like, why not you and just take messy action. And it's, we can say Absolutely. that in all our own ways, but it's like your feedback, like you mentioned, I, I call it evidence, whatever it is. It's like, you're going to build your stamina for the nervous system to hold the fear because it never goes. I still have fear. I got off a client call a little while ago and like, we were both in tears and she was in tears because she was afraid. And I was in tears because I was remembering when I was afraid. And I was like, I'm just yeah evidence that like this is possible when you take the action and then you refine and you master it like we do our yoga practice it's not that we ever overcome you know fear and I talk about this like I dropped out of college to study yoga I sold everything I owned to move to Costa Rica I left a relationship you know and every single time I did all of those different things I was afraid yeah and I'm well, sure isn't, you know. isn't there a saying, feel the fear and do it anyway? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. ultimately. 
Yeah. And when you were speaking to, I thought about the quote that Rumi gives, what you seek is seeking you. So if it's mm. a desire, it's meant for you. And yeah. you to bring that desire into fruition is aligning the soul with the human and going for it and taking action. And the quote that you just like said, I was literally at a waterfall last Sunday and they were like backflipping and jumping forward off a huge waterfall. And the guy said to his clients, Cause they're like, Oh, I can't believe he's not afraid. He said, it's never that we're not afraid. It's that we're afraid and we do it anyways. And I was just like, Oh, business, life, entrepreneurship. Yeah. Ah, Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Take the risk. Why not? Yeah. You know, there's like, and I mean, failure is just a word. Yeah. You learn or you grow. That's yeah. about it. But yeah. 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 I sent out an email actually just this week. I'm like, you're going to fail. And people got mad at me for saying that to them, but I'm like, it's true. And we can normalize failing because that's the pathway to success. And Walt Disney, um, JK Rollin, Oprah Winfrey, Steve, yeah. Jones, they all failed. And so failing is a part big of thing. our journey. <laughs> they failed hugely. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's just a word. Like it's the, the how much you learn within each failure is huge. Like if you, if life was easy, it would be boring. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. so yeah, work for the challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Embrace that feeling. I love that work for the challenge. So tell us, what is the work that you do? Do you have a process, a method, a structure that you do inside of your coaching containers, like a program built out or is it personalized? Um, it's it's uh, personalized to a degree, but it's through NLP. Like I do, um, so it's, come, it's kind of a uh, sequential, I guess would be the word, um, where we clear away. So we start off, um, just really understanding how the mind works, working with that unconscious mind and just, again, connecting with the thoughts and just becoming very aware of them and taking responsibility for change. And so we talk a lot about that within the first session. And then, uh, probably this second, third, fourth, maybe we get into some, what they call timeline therapy. So what that does is it helps clear away. Um, it's like a subconscious cleanup. It helps clear away all the old negative emotions that are stored in the body that we haven't processed through. Um, and all those negative emotions um, that are stored create your personality. So if there's a lot of anger, or sadness, or hurt, fear, guilt, all of it in there, it tends to create who we are as a person. So sometimes people get lots of anger. It's just unprocessed anger that has to come out. So we we look at each one and we do work for each of them to help clear it away. Um, and then we do the limiting decisions, the limiting decisions that are made when you're usually a small kid that create the limiting beliefs as adults. So we clear those away. So we basically just kind of clear everything out and then start rebuilding. So we, then we look at setting boundaries and maybe clearing away some codependency stuff and then, and then start working forward on goals and whatever goal they're after, you know, relationship, money, career, you know, anything like that and start building them up that way. And just again, living that empowered life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you talk about it reminds me of clearing a garden bed. I speak of that analogy a lot. It's like you're just clearing mm-hmm. out the garden bed and then consciously choosing what you want to plant and grow. Absolutely. That's a great analogy. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That really. focus forward is huge because we tend to well, we I mean a lot of people are kind of addicted to their suffering, right? And and you get stuck in it and it's you can't see out of it. So once you kind of they're in the problem. So once you kind of get them looking outside the problem, it's like, oh. Oh, and then they're expand and all these opportunities start showing up. And yeah, it's, it's neat to see and witness. 
I love getting the messages after yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this happened. So that's pretty fulfilling, but yeah. Yeah. So that's about it. Yeah. That's what said. It's, it feels so good to get those messages as a confirmation that this stuff works. And we never, we never not want that confirmation because it's just that reminder that like what we feel so fulfilled in doing, they're receiving that as well. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, this morning, even I was teaching a, a class at the studio and my one client, um, she showed up for class and, uh, I don't see her in person much. Like she had come to a, a couple of classes prior and didn't know her much, but after our, our, um, our coaching, she's like, she goes, she comes up, she goes, I have to give you a big hug. And she goes, and I just think this is going to be every time I see you now. <laughs> and I said, awesome, bring it on. <laughs> so yeah, so she's just so grateful. And I love that. So this is good. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. I love it. it fills me up. And so yeah. what is one thing right now that you personally are working on in your life or business? Um, personally, um, for me, yeah, well, building my business, I relationship probably too, you know, I've human went through relationship issues, but in the, in the spring, some stuff went down and ended and whatever. And again, it's like, I, you look at it, it's like, what's this teaching me? Mm -hmm. So it's been a lot of that as well. And it's, I've grown tons and actually made some really good realizations. And, um, and I feel like that just equates to, to business as well again, right? Like just standing in your own power, speaking up for yourself and, and believing in yourself, knowing your value, all that kind of stuff. So that's been a big, big um, theme for me um, with everything. Cause I still get that imposter syndrome too. And I'm, you know, posting and all the rest and, um, but I'm having some really big opportunities show up. So I'm just, I'm saying yes, as much as possible and, uh, and doing it anyways. <laughs> Yeah, and you just keep getting supported. I preach. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You're being initiated, right? The relationship yeah. that's happening, the fear that's happening. It's like you get to be the embodiment. And that's a lot of the work that I do with my clients is like when you embody what you teach, you attract more people to teach because you're calling that energy and forward and you're just leading the way, you're paving the way, and you get to really be the evidence of like, yeah, she's this amazing person working on herself, doing the mindset work, and she still has relationship issues. Yeah, and she still has self-doubt and she still has fear, but like, look at her, she's doing it anyways. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, right? Life life keeps lifing. It doesn't <laughs> stop. Like shit keeps rolling down. Like, you know, my dad passed away suddenly two years ago. And so like, there's some hard things that go on, but you can't let it, you can't let it necessarily stop you you have to deal with things and feel the feel the emotions but just let them flow through you and feel them and and uh you just keep growing and learning and you know so things come to an end but really like that's that whole notion of nothing lasts forever <laughs> so so yeah yeah. And I also, when you were, when you were speaking right now, I just got flashback to this time that I went to my first ever yoga teacher training ashram. We went on like a, uh, a visit to the ashram and one of the men there, they were dying of cancer. And I thought to myself, you, no one gets out of here alive even someone in the ashram, you know, and it was just like, because we're all human, you go into a yoga ashram, there's people with self-doubt and fear and, and all these other limiting beliefs that they're still working through. And so it's like, we're never, as long as we're in this body, there's always soul work to do. And yeah, we just keep growing and learning for ourselves first, and then to take our clients on a journey with us. Exactly. Yeah. Welcome to the human race. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, Jill, just talking to you it really fills me up. It, it gives me oh. a lot of inspiration and joy. And I know that you're an inspiration to those listening. If they want to come and find you, can you share with us the best places that you hang out? And I will, of course, link it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, well, I have a Facebook page. It's called Jill Bullock Holistic Yoga and Wellness. Um, and Instagram, I'm on there too. I think it's underscore Jill underscore Bullock. Um, those two places I probably would be the most, uh, you know, I'm on WhatsApp and, and all the rest too, but I have a website, but if you want to connect with me more, um, through, through that Facebook page too, I think there's a link on Instagram in my bio that you can join the Facebook group as well. If, if that's something that interests anybody. Um, yeah. So those would be probably the best places to find me. Amazing. And one final question, how do you amplify your impact in the world? How do I amplify it? a good question do you know what by living it mm, yeah teach from example yeah I mean, we all go we, <laughs> we have to heal ourselves to heal the world right so i think that's think the biggest thing is to like i said practice what you preach and just living what you teach living by example. It's yeah, my, my, my value in life. And I love that you shared that too. Thank you so much, Jill. And I look forward to connecting with you more online and yeah, have a beautiful rest of your day. Sounds good. Thanks very much. It's an honor. Yeah. Take care. Again, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. Without you, this would be meaningless. And with that being said, I want to let you know that we have an amazing opportunity here on the podcast, Amplified Impact. We are going to be giving away one free spot to my signature program, Amplified Impact for multi-passionate entrepreneurs ready to turn their gifts, passions, skills, and life experience into a successful online business. Here's how you can enter to win. Go to Apple iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It only takes about one minute. Then take a screenshot of the podcast, share it on Instagram, and tag me at Amber Hagberg. You'll then be entered to win. The moment that we hit 100 reviews, I will personally randomly select the lucky winner. This is so we can amplify our impact together. Reviewing the podcast and sharing it online actually helps another aspiring multi-passionate entrepreneur turn their dreams to make a bigger impact into the world in reality. Let's do this together. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.